We now take you to a spaceship. Gary! Despite our allowing the inhabitants of Earth to live 26 years ago, it seems they are more hostile to each other than even back in 1995. Zord, the data tapes for the wrestling organization were indeed misleading. Earthlings are flying planes in the buildings and wiping their excrement on walls of government buildings. If Brett the Hitman Hart can't bring about peace, then the future of the Earthlings is hopeless. He created dire tensions in the life-saving wrestling organization we analyzed back in 1995. Brett Hart brought tension to Brett Hart. Perhaps that same wrestling organization has new data tapes we can watch. I'll beam in the feed to our hologram projector. Gary! They call themselves the WWE Universe. Have they committed a coup to our intergalactic empire? That's Roman Reigns, the tribal chief. The spectators must be watching from far off galaxies. You would think, but they can't agree if they should wear a cloth covering to stop the spread of a deadly global virus created to overthrow the conservative leadership of a land of liberty. They don't even want to save themselves. Sadly, it appears so. Gary, this data stream is a recap of previous data streams. Why is it nearly eight minutes long? Creativity in the realm of wrestling organizations has been much depleted in recent years. Is the global virus to blame? Sadly, it appears no. Now the tribal leader is walking into the organization's council hall. He's moving so slow. This is the show. Slow entrances and aimless speeches are the focus. What happened to their king? King Jerry! He lost one of the organization's disputes to someone who never participated in a dispute at their annual gala. Then there remains no hope? Sadly, it appears true. In 1995, before the Monday Night War, World Championship Wrestling and the World Wrestling Federation waged battle for viewership in the pay-per-view arena. WCW boasted a lineup of nine closed-circuit events. In response, the WWF created In Your House. I am Sal E. Steele, and this is Joke Jams Presents In This House, a look back at the In Your House pay-per-view events. The second In Your House event took place on July 23rd, 1995 from Nashville, Tennessee. A music video intro opens up the show. The song is in the style of country music with shot from all around Music City. Vince McMahon and Minnie Pearl's favorite superstar Jerry Lawler are on commentary. Vince claimed that Minnie Pearl loved Lawler because there was a prize tag on Lawler's hat. Lawler, and I'm not one to call anyone a liar, said he got the headwear from Garth Brooks, and that proved one of Brooks' songs to be correct. He does indeed have friends in low places. Lawler asks McMahon if he can do the two-step. Then Vince tells Lawler to take two steps toward the exit because he can handle this broadcast. 
The first match of the night, the 1-2-3 kid takes on the roadie. The bell rings and the roadie takes the early advantage until he is kicked right in the mush and thrown out of the ring with a leg scissor. The roadie is thrown back into the ring and the kid maintains his momentum. On an attempted crossbody, the roadie catches the 1-2-3 kid and slams him to the mat. We then cut to Jeff Jarrett who has a television on but is not watching as he gets ready for his singing debut. Back to the action, the roadie delivers a clothesline outside of the ring. The kid is thrown back into the ring. The roadie delivers a series of leg drops. A back body drop sends the kid crashing to the mat. A cover, one, two, no! We cut to a split screen of Jeff Jarrett talking to his backup singers. The roadie climbs to the top rope. He goes up and comes crashing down as the kid moves out of the way. The kid gains the advantage. The kid goes up to the top rope. A splash connects. One, two, no. The roadie hits a pop of powerbomb. One, two, no. The roadie delivers a pile driver off of the top rope, which looked like the kid thought something else was going to happen. A cover. One, two, three. The roadie is victorious. Backstage, Todd Pengill is with Sid Vicious and the Million Dollar Man as they discuss the Lumberjack match with Diesel later tonight. For some reason, Tatanka has something to say. Then Kama adds his two cents. Then the grizzled voice of Sid snorts a promo. Barry Ladinsky is in Diesel's locker room trying to sell the In Your House t-shirt. There is writing on both sides. But don't be confused, this is not an all-over t-shirt. Despite there being printing on both sides, the printing is not all over. So, 1980s. Also, the sizes vary. Totally 80s. How cool is this shirt? HBK is wearing it. Shawn Michaels and Diesel insinuate that Barry is wearing a toupee. Absolutely 80s. The second match of the night is a tag team contest between the newly crowned King Mabel with Sir Moe, who take on Razor Ramon and the mystery man from the first in your house, Savio Vega. Razor is wearing a brace around his injured ribs, then takes it off and whips it at his opponents. The injury was a ruse to get inside the minds of his opponents. That seems familiar. Sir Moe and Razor start the match. It's back and forth until Razor delivers a fallaway slam to Sir Moe and then tags in the mystery man, Savio Vega. How nice it is that the police not only escorted Savio Vega backstage to do an interview in the last in your house, but he was also allowed to compete in the King of the Ring pay-per-view and now he's competing here tonight. It's not every day someone intrudes on the ring uninvited and gets such great treatment. Maybe the WWF is saving the world. Mo momentarily gains the momentum and tags in King Mabel. With Savio Vega in the corner, Mo slings Mabel to deliver an avalanche, but misses. Mabel gives Vega a side slam and tosses his opponent out of the ring. Mo shows Savio back to the ring. How polite. Mabel continues his onslaught. Mo and Mabel pound on Savio Vega. That's actually kind of rude. Come on, WWF. The fate of the earth depends on you. Sir Mo goes to the top rope. He attempts a moonsault and misses. This opens the door for Savio Vega to tag in Razor Ramon. Razor puts Mo. Razor puts Mo on the top rope. A suplex off the top. Mo somehow tags in Mabel. Mabel goes to the top rope and is thrown off by Ramon. One, two, no. Mabel gives Razor a DDT and then goes for a splash but misses. With Ramon in the corner, King Mabel delivers a splash and seems to have re-injured Razor's ribs, which were not really injured before, but now they are injured. Uh, anyway, Mabel delivers a belly-to-belly -belly suplex. A cover. One, two, three. Your winners, King Mabel and Sir Mo. Oh.
Doc Hendricks is backstage because that's where you find yourself if you say that the WWF is wrestling. It is the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. However, that may be much less of a crime than the mustache Doc is sporting. There is a rumor that Ted DiBiase has paid off one of the lumberjacks who will represent Diesel. First, Doc accused the smoking guns because they drove up in a new truck. Billy Gunn says DiBiase can take his bribe and stick it. Then Bart Gunn accused Man Mountain Rock of taking a bribe because Man Mountain Rock has new tour dates. Man Mountain Rock says DiBiase's money is dirty and the look in his eye says he wants to inflict max pain on the million dollar man. The blame is then tossed to Adam Bomb, but DiBiase couldn't find Adam Bomb after he was squashed in the last In Your House. Finally, Doc places the blame on Bam Bam Bigelow because of his previous allegiance to DiBiase. The tone of Bigelow's denial told the story of a man ready to bring major pain on the million dollar man. Everyone high fives because that is the universal symbol of not being bought by a bribe. We then cut to the announce booth and Vince mocks Jerry Lawler's hair without one word about Doc Hendricks' mustache. Then Vince cues the stage where Jeff Jarrett is ready to perform with my baby tonight. Lawler says all the country stars of Nashville are fearful of Double J. Jarrett vamps about how great he is. He is a great singer, entertainer, wrestler, and S-P-E-L-L-E-R. The music plays. The chants of, we want Brett, we want Brett, we want Brett, slowly disappear from Todd Pettengill's brain. Sweet release. The song concludes, and to be fair, the song was actually P-R-E-T-T-Y-G-O-O-D. Then we are shown a promo for SummerSlam. It appears to be an adaptation of the Cindy Crawford Pepsi commercial from 1992. Three old people, two men and a woman, are on the porch of a gas station in the desert watching an ad for SummerSlam. Then we flash to the same three people, but they are younger. A Hummer drives up with diesel inside. He offers a ride to the woman and she gets in. Flash to the two men who are old again and there is a weather forecast on the television. One man says, for a moment there I felt young again. The other says, where did Martha go? As the camera pans to an empty rocking chair. Did Diesel just rob the grave? Or was Diesel taking Martha to WCW? Next, Todd Pengill asked several fans what they thought of Jeff Jarrett's performance. There were mixed reviews. One fan said that JJ was a killer. Maybe the fan thought Pengill was asking about OJ. The next match is Henry J. Godwin against Bam Bam Bigelow. The beginning of this match is two big guys exchanging power moves. Henry Godwin hits a clothesline, a cover, one, two, kick out. Then Bigelow hits a crossbody, a cover, one, two, kick out. Godwin delivers a big elbow drop, a cover, a count of two, and a kick out. Bam Bam misses a headbutt off the top rope. Godwin misses a knee off the top rope. Bigelow rolls up Godwin and the referee counts, one, two, three. The hog farmer who gave the Undertaker a run for his money loses on a roll-up. Bob Backlund is in the stands campaigning for president. Todd Pettengill is backstage with the Heartbreak Kid. Shawn Michaels says he will be the new Intercontinental Champion and then heads to the ring for his match with Jeff Jarrett. Double J is in the ring being showered with a chorus of boos. It takes a lot to get jeered in a city that loves Kid Rock. The next match is for the Intercontinental Championship between the challenger 
Shawn Michaels and the champion Jeff Jarrett. The bell rings and the advantage goes back and forth. Shawn Michaels is able to clothesline Jeff Jarrett out of the ring. The referee counts as Double J and the roadie head backstage, which leads you to believe that they're going to get counted out and retain the title. But no, Jarrett waits to the count of nine and then rolls back into the ring, rolls back outside again to make it look like he's going to be counted out and retain the title. But no, he gets back in the ring at the count of nine. Then he rolls back out of the ring. HBK has had enough because he knows he can't win the title on a count out. So he throws Jeff Jarrett back into the ring. HBK is whipped into the ropes where the roadie is waiting. Michaels ducks a punch and knocks the roadie off the ring apron. Jeff Jarrett charges and is thrown out of the ring onto his valet. HBK hits both men with a crossbody off the top rope. Later in the match with Shawn Michaels in the ropes, the roadie strangles him while Double J distracts Hebner. Jarrett charges to deliver a leg drop to Michaels while he rests on the bottom rope but misses. Then Jarrett whips HBK to the corner and Michaels flips out of the ring. The roadie hits the challenger with a clothesline. The referee counts as the Intercontinental Champion celebrates his victory. That is until he sees Shawn Michaels get back into the ring. The advantage shifts back and forth until Double J hits HBK with a sleeper hold. Michaels is fading. The official lifts his arm once. It falls. Twice. It falls. A third time. No! Michaels keeps his arm up and reverses the hold and gives the champion a suplex. HBK goes to the top rope. The roadie shakes the rope and Michaels falls onto the top turnbuckle. The champion goes for the top rope to give the challenger a suplex. He hits it. Jeff Jarrett goes for the figure four. Michaels kicks him into Earl Hebner and all three men are down. While the referee is out of commission, the roadie chop blocks HBK. The roadie revives the referee. Jarrett hits a crossbody, a cover, one, two, no. HBK whips Jarrett into the rope. The roadie, with his back turned to the ring, reaches behind him and trips up the champion. Shawn Michaels tunes up the band and delivers sweet chin music, a cover, one, two, three. The winner and new Intercontinental Champion, Shawn Michaels. Then we cut backstage where HBK's friends are waiting to celebrate along with sports entertainment pitchman Barry Ladinsky. Barry is hawking an HBK t-shirt and sunglasses. He thinks he's cute and he knows he's not sexy, right? Right? Right, Barry? You know that, right? Vince cuts to a hysteric Doc Hendricks who appears shaken up about seeing what his mustache looks like. He's jabbering on and on and on. Fortunately, we have a translator who is able to translate Doc Hendricks. We like to bring to the podcast Doc Hendricks translator, Tevin Cologne. You see, on one side, you have Double J, and he's mad. And on the other side, you have the roadie, and he's mad. That's pretty much it. Thank you, Tevin. The next match is a tag team title bout between the team of Yokozuna and Owen Hart as they take on the allied powers of the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, and Lex Luger. Luger and Yokozuna start off the match. Vince reminds the pay-per-view audience of the slam heard around the world when Luger body-slammed Yokozuna on the USS Intrepid. Yokozuna gets the early advantage until Luger is able to reverse a maneuver in the corner and slam Yokozuna's head into the top turnbuckle. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not 
not five, not six, not seven, but eight times. Yokozuna then stumbles into the corner, falls, and lands on Owen Hart's foot. Hart storms back to the ring to confront his partner. The Allied Powers attempt to take advantage of the dissension, but the referee keeps them at bay. Luger tags in his partner, and the British Bulldog grapples with his brother-in-law, Owen Hart. There's a good exchange that leads to Owen being flipped in the air and lands on his shoulder. Ouch. Yokozuna tags in and grips his hand on the Bulldog's neck, which serves as a sleeper hold. The official lifts the Bulldog's hand once. It falls. Twice. It falls. Three times. The hand remains raised. The match continues. Owen Hart re-enters off the tag. Hart and the British Bulldog again with a good series of reciprocal exchanges. The family that fights together unites together. Luger and Yokozuna get tagged in. Luger gains the advantage and like a house on fire battles both Hart and Yokozuna. Both the British Bulldog and Lex Luger pick up Yokozuna and slam him. Luger goes for the cover but the referee tries to get Davy Boy out of the ring. With the distraction, Owen goes to the top rope and delivers an elbow to Luger. Yokozuna gets up and delivers a leg drop. A cover. One, two, three. Winners and still champions, Yokozuna and Owen Hart. Shawn Michaels is shown backstage with his Intercontinental Championship belt. He is speaking on the Superstar line. Then there's a video package which recaps the feud between Sid and Diesel as the Lumberjacks make their way to the ring. Which one of Diesel's Lumberjacks has been bought off? Will the story pay off the segment from earlier? Todd Pettengill is backstage with Diesel before the match. Diesel welcomes Sid to the asylum. At In Your House, Diesel promises to beat in Sid's face. The main event is a lumberjack match for the WWF Championship between the challenger, Sid Vicious, and the champion, Diesel. The match begins. Sid is thrown out, and then the lumberjacks put him back in the ring. Sid exits and is given re-entry. Sid tries to run, but his lumberjacks convince Mr. Vicious to keep fighting. Diesel is dumped outside and Sid's lumberjacks beat on him and place him back into the squared circle. In the ring, Sid continues the punishment. Diesel blocks a series of rights from Sid and gains the advantage. With the challenger down, Diesel jumps over the top rope and beats on Sid's lumberjacks. Diesel runs to the ropes and is pulled outside of the ring by King Mabel. His royal highness whips the champion into the ring post and the lumberjacks attack. Mayhem ensues. Sid picks apart the pieces left after Mabel pounded Diesel. The challenger delivers a powerbomb, a cover, one, two, kick out. Sid exits the ring and fights Diesel's lumberjacks. HBK jumps off the top rope and hits Sid. The challenger is sent back into the ring. As the champion is setting up a powerbomb, IRS enters the ring and is thrown over the top rope. Undeterred, Diesel whips Sid into the ropes and hits him with a big boot. One, two, three. Winner and still champion, Diesel. Both sets of Lumberjacks face off as the show comes to a close. And the answer to which one of Diesel's Lumberjacks was paid off is... Nobody. An entire segment setting up a heel turn with zero payoff. The show finishes with the same song that opened the show, but this time there are highlights from the event. At least, the show has some symmetry. This show thinks it's cute and knows that it's sexy. Do you got that, Barry? Do you? Do you got that? Thank you for listening to this episode of In This House. You can listen to and view other content from Joke Jams at jokejams.com. I'm Sal E. Steele, and I hope your life is as well-rounded as the squared circle.